All right. Yes. Are you feeling a little sick, bro? No, but I may have a sneeze. <laughs> you may have the sniffles. Does Clarky have the sniffles? It's like one of the best lines in the whole episode. Isn't that what you think that what everybody lives for is just to hear Erica talk, which by the way, so I was scoping out the competitors and sure enough, she happened to be on that show and yeah, she was on on it this week. No, dude, competitors, losers, right on that loser ass show. Right. And she actually said something that was really great. And it was the throw that she made to knock Clark into the dunk tank was uh-huh. actually her throwing. Oh, she actually was throwing the football? She actually threw that and hit it, which m- makes her like a million times hotter. Like, um, it yeah. just, she was only like so so, but that actually may have set her into the category of, you know what? I, I think we could talk. Maybe we could talk. Yeah, but that's it, it right now. And it was it even makes it more wholesome because remember she goes and rubs Clark's head, and they have that little moment, and then Chloe looks in jealousy. Yes, I did, which is funny to me because even though I don't have Jimmy in this spoiler, um, I do want to say I felt like Clark was like jealous, like being around Chloe, like he was just weird. This man, you know how last year I kept saying Joseph, I'm looking for love. I think Clark is looking for love. I think he's well. He had a tough year, man. So you know, know he needs some love. Who's giving it, Mom? No, barely. Chloe? No. Mm, she's got under interest now. You know, the, she's the grown si- up. The psychos over at the Luther Mansion? No. Uh, Lionel's weirdo. Lex is out of his mind because he's was- dating someone who's homeless. And, and we get proof of that getting... in this episode. Listen, I was going to try to skip over that right now because I'm not going to give you your full credit until it plays out. But <laughs> just know, just know, I'm going to give you credit today because Jesus Christ, it even starts in the first five seconds. But I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to jump. No. I'm just going to. No, don't do that. And just gonna... we, uh, we, we do get a nice little surprise. Like I said, when I, when I, uh, first watched it and then i let you know i was like oh shit i was like first watch i was like damn i didn't expect this to happen so soon yeah well thank god you told me so then we could do the episode prior yeah sorry nobody expected that surprise oliver chronicles who asked nobody no no one asked (laughs) no one asked and if you want it obviously like we said last time if you want to watch you go ahead and watch it but it's awful it looks bad the effects still hold up though but yeah, Toy Story, Oliver Queen Chronicles were coming hot off of. We got Sneeze right now. Episode two of season six of Smallville. And as you guessed it, whoa, what does Sneeze mean? What's the title mean? Well, you know, you know that little itch in your nose you get and sometimes you just go, achoo? Well, that's the Sneeze, all right? So we are the two nerdy idiots back again to host the Somebody Save Me podcast our little brainchild. We are going to go ahead and review Sneeze. We already talked about a few things here. Uh, you know, someone's homeless, sort of like verified homeless. We got some crazy people. Clark is sick. And um, Joseph, so last uh, episode one, 
which is, by the way, I think I said it was Smallville, Lana, the true hero story, part six of the series, part two. I'm thinking that this is Smallville, Lana, the hero, part seven, series two, episode two, because I have back to back episodes of what's going on. We got to spread awareness for the homeless people, dude. No, 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 no. See, the homeless people never turned into action stars. (laughs) I don't remember that happening. Maybe you can refresh my mind. Mm. Uh, you got me dude Kristen's one of a kind Kristen's oh, one of a kind with Lana wait hold on wasn't Hancock homeless <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he was already technically a hero beforehand uh, that's true but nobody knew that I thought that nobody in that town knew that oh wait no he was just a douche yeah he was a douche but he was already he was already super powered and he would save people in a reckless way. But, I mean, he was hero. So you're saying that he would be better than Lana? Um, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, look. Listen, man. Wait, wait. Before you go on, I had to say, last episode, sorry about my titles for it. See, it takes me forever to get to my point because I have to list out the title. No, no. The Smallville Lana episode and her whole part (laughs) but with last episode i said we already have a nominee for the worst plan i've ever seen this week we already have a nominee and probably the winner for biggest pervert (laughs) yeah we you know we introduced the pervert category about you know within the past two seasons and man you know it's getting worse and i told you this dude as it as we get older and more progressing more in the show, the people are getting older and the sexual elements of the show start to rise, bro. And we will get more sexual as we continue. This isn't sexual stuff. This is like Law & Order SVU. You're going down because what are you doing? Also, it's sexual. You know he's jerking it. Okay. So on accident? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's for security purposes. This is how I live. What do you mean? Don't spoil the secret <laughs> shows. <laughs> dude, dude, it's unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. That this, yeah, this is this is the show, guys. Y'all thought we were the two nerdy perverts. No, it's the show that's doing this to us, okay? Well, the show is making us worse, which is why we are getting so perverty. Not only that, though, I also have to say, Joseph. Everything in this episode with Clark, I absolutely love. I think is yeah. fantastic. Even with his friendship with Chloe, I, I think I was about to say his his scenes with Chloe, even Chloe's parts, those were all great. I yes. think I didn't mind any of those at all. Twist at the end, absolutely amazing. You even said it a conversation between two people that I never expected to have already. Even oh, though we just dude. said Oliver Chronicle, so I think everyone knows we're gonna have Oliver. Who's Oliver? What? Oliver Queen. Oliver fucking Queen of Queen Industries? Of Queen Industries. Technically, we haven't heard or seen anything of him since the very first episode when Lionel was in that helicopter with Lex and he has the paper and the Queen thing is on the headline. And I think it was about the boat or something like that. 
Yes, it was because it was to say lost that at sea. I think yes, they were lost at sea. Mm-hmm. That was when it was crashing, which I do enjoy. I just wanted to say that these parts are great. And that's half the episode. <laughs> the other half is filled with two morons. And our villain, I'm sorry, everyone out there, if you're a fan of this person, I think he was in selective classes that he didn't choose, and there was only certain ways for him to graduate because he may have been just in a different area of the school away from everybody else. This person is ridiculous, I should say. The villain is very much a throwaway villain, but it's very cool how it progresses because then you figure out who hired the henchmen, pretty much, or whatever, which is pretty sick. I. I love the ending. I love the twist ending, especially what happens. I just didn't like a specific person. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the real villain of the story. Come on, dude. You already know who it is. It's, 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 it's Lana. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from half the episode. Remember, this is Lanaville. This Ooh. is where Lana is the main character. They are wanting us to know. Clark's not the hero in this, everyone. He never was. He's the side character. I'm telling you, man, Lana wished for Clark to rain down with the rocks and kill everyone in the town, especially her parents. So Martha wanted a kid. Lana said, I will give you that happily. So that she can rule them all. Yeah, and I'm going to rule everyone with all of my problems of abandonment and loneliness and homelessness. (laughs) The whole town suffering. <laughs> the whole town, yeah. Yeah, no, I used to question how everyone knew Lana Lang. And I was like, I know now. I now know why everyone knows her. Because she was the orphan homeless child that ended up running a coffee shop and somehow learned Taekwondo. And now where is she, dude? In the mansion. In the mansion. (laughs) Dude, she finessed it, bro. This is literally Lana is the definition of fake it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right, but but, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We can get into it because don't worry, it's gonna be coming up soon. I know everyone's really looking forward to these scenes. Yeah, everyone loves Lana Lang. Half is really good though, half is really solid. New power? Hello? Fuck yeah, dude. And apparently, apparently the new power was was talked about all the way back in season four, and they had a concept of calling the episode cold. But, you know, we had cool back in season one, and then I think they wanted to get away. They actually said they wanted to steer away from Arctic breath. They wanted to steer away from that instead of just, they wanted it to be just super breath. You know what? I don't really care either way because it was a nice little twist that I was not expecting. Thank God that we got something like this. I have been waiting for the breath. If he's not going to fly, give me the breath. Yeah, dude. Give me some type of wind, bro. So, how dare you break wind before me? (laughs) I didn't know it was your turn. (laughs) But yes, we are going to get started again. This is episode two of season six, Sneeze, New Power, Great Clark moments. Lana sucks as usual. We're gonna start. Somebody save me podcast. A chew. A chew.
Alright, dude. We are starting off off the aftermath of Dark Thursday, is what we're calling it. And I believe you mentioned it last time, too. Remember how I told you it was September? That's how yes. we know this episode. Yes. Yeah. It's like that one joke uh, Daniel Tosh said one time. He's like, you know what? We don't give Osama Bin Laden enough credit, you know? How about, you know, ever since that day, we now remember September is nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah otherwise we would probably have to count yeah he was like remember you had the january february march april may no some people are celebrate hitler's birthday dude oh damn you're right damn 420 bro no <laughs> uh but yeah so anyways yeah we are starting off on the aftermath the dark thursday we're seeing news um headline news going on experts predicted recovery from you know, the the whole Dark Thursday aftermath would have taken years to, like, rebuild and get... But apparently, remarkable recovery. The rubble's been cleared out. Everyone's been good. Um, and now we know why. is because Clark comes in, and this is the first time I have seen this man sweat. You know what? This is a guy who is really lonely right now. Then he is needing to go to clean up the city because of something that, by the way, is truly not his fault at all. So I don't even know why he's blaming himself that much. But like you said, him coming in just sweating, he looks exhausted. And we're not the only ones that know this. Mom knows this, too. Yeah. And it's like we're already questioning, like, dude, I truly I don't think I've ever seen you tired unless you were human at the time. You know what I mean? Like you were stripped of your powers or whatever. And and I kind of get why he's blaming himself, you know, because Clark does mention, like, if I just did exactly what Jarrell told me for once, I, I would just be fine. I would be fine and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get it. I get it, Clark. You're beating yourself up. I'd probably beat myself up, too. I'd be like, damn, you know what? I can't kill Lex. I'm going to kill Zod because he's, I mean, I'm going to kill Brainiac. He's the main fucking problem. Oh, but guess what? I didn't know he was going to unleash Zod. That was, oh, damn. So with Clark still thinking that he had something to do with this, Zod is something entirely separate where, sure, he didn't listen to Jarrell. I get that. But, I mean, Jarrell didn't tell me there was a warning label on it that said, hey, if you do this, that's the only thing. Like, you're going to be screwed and you're going to be freeing Zod after all. Nobody told Clark this. And yet now Clark is feeling once again another weight on his shoulders mm -hmm. for something to blame himself for. These tests from Jarrell, I've said it from the beginning. They're they're just to break Clark. <laughs> they are not to help him grow. They're here to break the man. And at this point, he's he's feeling the heat. He's he's sick. Yeah. Jarrell also even said it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna help him anymore, you know. Enough tests. You know, he's he's out on his own destiny now. I did want to say this before we continue the scene, because I hate this part where she recognizes that Clark is sick. She then says, oh, is everything OK? Clark says it's fine. I have chores to do. Is Martha not helping out with the chores? Dude, she's the mom. She belongs in the kitchen. <laughs> is she even making food? I don't see I don't see breakfast on the table like I used to. <laughs> where's the spread joseph i don't know maybe she takes care of the house and he does everything that's like labor you know hard labor 
yeah, she's a senator now and having phone sex with Lionel, so she can't do anything. I'm Whoa, tired. Dude, dude, stop, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. dude. She's having phone me? fortress sex with Jarrell, okay? <laughs> no. Stop. He's gone from Lionel forever. Oh, damn it. Yeah, so I definitely am with you there because I don't know yeah. what Martha's doing. But <laughs> but then again, what Clark ends up doing as his chores, which we'll see in a second, is like, okay, Martha can't do that. <laughs> She can feed the cows, all right? She can do something with the feed, with the tractor that they have. Clark fixed it, right? But <laughs> Clark literally looks like he's... She's in a robe, dude. Where's the meal? Where's anything? She had nothing ready for him. It's a nice Where robe. Are the muffins, Martha? Also, never saw her wear a robe when John was around. Am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. You want to know why? Because she wasn't feeling sexy. Yeah, like, what the hell? Where's that, from, Where's that rope from? Where's that rope from? But yeah, so again, you know where Clark, is. <laughs> Clark is like, Mom, really, I'm fine. He looked like he was about to pass out mid-combo like twice. And then he goes out to the to the barn. He's stuffing nails into the staircase to rebuild it with his thumb. And then now Clark is having the craziest reaction, which looks like a normal sneeze to us, but he's reacting like, holy shit, what is about to happen? Like, what is happening right now in my nose? He sneezes. He just blew down the whole fucking barn door. Hey, Joseph, before we go on to your favorite scene, and don't worry, you can have it. Good. I do want to just say, I never thought Super Breath whenever I was watching this until Chloe tells him. I, I really thought, oh, man, is that come from his nose? So he does have a powerful sneeze. That makes sense. I never was. Really? Kidding, <laughs> I swear to God. Now, maybe I was under the influence of something, but I never got it until Chloe said tried. And I said, dude, she's a genius. You know, I'm really trying to think of like the first time when I watched this episode and I was like, I may have had the same reaction. It's like, holy shit, powerful sneeze. He's Superman. It makes sense. You know, should I? But then, like, that impression. but then like, yeah. And then so as we get to this scene after the barn door gets blown off, we have Lois jogging, looking good. Let me tell you. Oh my, my God, Lord, this is what you wanted to talk about. I thought it was something important. Oh, you mean her? how she's running or was she jamming yeah. out or is that how she runs? She was jamming out. All right. Whatever. Oh, you I would say, be dude. ready to bury her, but she was just <laughs> jamming out uh, because I do what have is a she question. Doing, banging for you. the drums that she's running, dude. Joseph, why is she wearing that outfit? And why is she where she is at right now, aka the Kent house, in order to do her jog? She's running back. She she went down the road, probably jogged for a hot second, and came back. Why is she dressed like that? Because she's hot. What? something on all right dude okay who are you it. i thought you were I thought you were more than just tits and ass wow dude what are you what are you general lane huh oh that's my little low you need to cover up low that's my low you better not <laughs> say that by the way i hate loosey-goosey <laughs> so yeah the barn door or part of it ends up smashing right onto like the field right next to lois as she's jogging she gets freaked out, looks at it, it's like, what the hell? And so, obviously, she's going to question that. Assume you're going to question that. Yeah, why wouldn't you? So, yeah, it just goes to show Clark has some nostrils on him, you know? I, I really think that that's what it was. He just maybe it was like a booger that knocked down the door. By the way, I looked up no fun facts here for this episode. So you're going to have to tell me everything. There's really not many, to be honest. Uh. Except, actually, the there's a news reporter on that uh, TV, on the news TV or whatever, 
when they showed that earlier of Dark Thursday, a news reporter named Genevieve Sparling is heard of. And apparently that person, Genevieve Sparling, had worked in the Smallville office for several years and wrote uh, one of the episodes this season. Oh, that's so she was an intern. <laughs> she was. A writer's assistant. So I don't know if that's an intern or not. <laughs> that counts as an intern. There's no way writers have. Oh, my God. The writer stole what she had. And that's why some parts were good. And when she left for vacation, some parts were bad. <laughs> we're going to have to hire you full time. Damn it. There was another fun fact as well. Actually, it said Superman had a similar Kryptonian flu in the Lois and Clark episode. Home is where the hurt is. Never seen it. I can't help you with that one. Yeah. So that yeah. was that. But yeah, you can play it, dude. Um, I was just going to say. In the next scene, what we have is Lex and Lana now driving down the street together. It looks like there is a suitcase in the back of his car. Not only that, we do just have to remind ourselves before I go on with the scene just remember Toy Story. Because this is why Lex is acting a little paranoid, in my opinion, as I was watching the scene. With Lana, though, I do want to mention the way she is dressed. It looks like that she is now trying to become the First Lady, a.k.a. the Princess of Lex Luthor. And what I've said before is that she always needs a man because she always becomes that man's personality. She doesn't have a personality for herself. Like Joseph has said, she is homeless. So she has to attach herself to somebody, become right. the, the identity they want her to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, Taylor's exactly right. She thinks she's the first lady. She's in this car with Lex. Lex is looking in his rearview mirror, seeing a black Range Rover. Looks like it's tailing him, like pretty much trying to be on his ass. Lex looks paranoid, obviously. He keeps looking back. And Lana's thinking like, oh, Lex, you, you must have a you must have a problem with this. I mean, if you if you don't want me to move in, you know, I, I don't need to. It's like, no, 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 it's cool. The Range Rover disappears. He's like, no, nah, you're fine. We'll, we'll be fine. And then he does mention, you're like, wow, you know, for someone moving into the mansion, you sure do pack light. Yeah, I saw one suitcase back there, man. You know what that means? She only has a couple outfits. She says, yeah, I don't really have much. Uh, yeah, I know. You know why? Because you're homeless and you found rags over the couple years. Hey, you probably uh, stole some of Chloe's co clothes in the dorm. Joseph, in my opinion, she actually threw out her clothes so she could seem poor. So then Lex will buy her things. That's how I'm looking at this, where her luggage, him making a comment of it. You know what she said in the back of her mind? Got him. That means she's getting a new wardrobe. She already knows. I think I, she already I has a closet full, you know, waiting for her at the mansion. I already have my proof as we go to the next scene. Actually, after this scene, let's go to the Kent house. So, yeah, we go back to the barn and um, Clark has his little thermometer in inside his mouth. And Martha's like, it's like, I don't get it. It's like, well, you don't, well, you don't have a fever. Uh, it's like it's and Clark's just thinking like, I'm just thinking this is like a common cold. I just feel like I have like a runny nose or something and just the itch in my throat a little bit. And so Martha reminds just, him you've never yeah. had this before. Yeah, I don't even think you've ever had the sniffles, Clark. And he's like, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. You know, maybe you caught something in the Phantom Zone while you were there since you were stripped of your powers. Maybe you caught something that's there. Your immune system was 
out of whack and you caught something. And then Clark saying on top of that, I overexerted myself because he's been cleaning up the entire city for like a week. I'm actually going to believe Martha on this one. I took well, no, Martha. it's conf- it's actually confirmed actually, oh, it is? It, in the companion. Yeah, they come. So when they you know how they do the little brief like synopsis or summary yeah, of the show yeah. of the episode, it literally starts with a virus caught in the Phantom Zone combined with overexertion from his work rebuilding Metropolis leaves Clark with a major case of the sniffles. So it is a little bit of both, but he he was able to get something because he was inside the Phantom Zone. That's cool. I like that. It, a lot. it is very cool, actually, yeah. because it makes perfect sense. It, yeah. it makes perfect sense. So he probably got something from that guy that was uh, trying Namek? to. Stab- <laughs> yeah. You know, one band, one sound. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, what was her name? Kyra? <laughs> who did he get it from? Who do you, who do you think he got sick from? <laughs> Dude, she stabbed him. So, you know. Sharon Blood. <laughs> yeah. What's her name, Kyra? What the fuck was her name? It's Raya. Sorry, Raya. Raya, yes. Raya. The dragon. Raya. I gotta remember. Raya the last dragon. Why do we yeah. do <laughs> So Lois comes in interrupting the convo and she's like, You'll never guess what just happened to me. And obviously we know she's gonna talk about. She just talks about um some the a barn door just came ca- falling out of the clear blue sky and like while I'm jogging I'm like how does that happen and so Martha and Clark are freaking out they're like oh shit oh uh, yeah maybe it fell have... maybe it fell <laughs> out of a plane Lost. what Wait, what are you you are sick because that was bad <laughs> yeah I would literally if I was Lois I'd be like are you dumb like why would a barn door come from an airplane Clark. Who's carrying around a barn door that looks like it was ripped off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then now, after noticing Clark's condition, Lois is like, uh-oh, does Clarky have the sniffles? Ooh, Clark was burned. He even looks and mom's laughing. What the fuck? Yeah, she's like, it's just a little cold. He's <laughs> like, well, you know what? Cayenne, pepper, and some honey perfect remedy you'll sneeze a lot probably but after that you'll feel so much better and they're like no 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 please no 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 martha's trying to like uh we're out of cayenne lois is like martha you really don't cook anymore spins the spice rack notices here's the cayenne pepper no if i was yeah if i was lois though i'd be like oh so you are you do have dementia Oh wait. Uh I see this full jar of cayenne, Mrs. Kent. Um did you forget you went grocery shopping, huh? She's looking at Clark. Clark, it's happening again. She's forgetting things. Clark, um, I don't want to blame anyone for the plane ride like a couple weeks ago, but um I took a nap. <laughs> all right. And I woke up. And we were like in Indonesia, dude. <laughs> But yeah, so we're right That's at the eight win- hours away, Clark. Do you understand <laughs> how long this flight was? And yeah, so we're at the window as Lois is preparing the concoction. She's noticing, holy shit, what the hell happened to your barn door? It's ripped off its hinges. What barn door? What are you talking about? Yeah, they're like, uh, it's like, how in the world does that happen? It's like, uh, I, I, you got me, Lois. I, I just saw that. I'm seeing that just like you. <laughs> Why don't you tell me, Lois, it's got all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, off the off to the next scene. You know, wicked burn Lois yeah. back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally got his ass. Dude, totally got him. 
so yeah, we we now are proceeding to the Luther Mansion. Lex Wait, is now hold on. What notebook? Here we go. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I hate you so much. Lex comes in here, and we already get introduced to some random light-skinned man here. Whoa. He's got a gun. Whoa, what are you saying right now? But no, he's got a good caramel color, bro. Okay? But yeah, Lex comes in. He's like, what the hell am I paying you for? He's like, you're supposed to let me know who's following me. So apparently, Lex is aware that he's being followed. He's paranoid. Again, this is coming off of the whole thing since Dark Thursday and the Toy Stories that we went over. So, well, and Lex even says here, Oh, yeah, I know somebody who's following me. His bodyguard. Oh, yeah, that black sedan. Yeah, this uh, plate matches another that's located at this and this location. This and Hayworth, dude. I, I knew you would know. I was setting you up. Edge so City now- Plates. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> what does that mean? We're going to Edge City, bro. So now with Lex hearing this, saying, why are you still here? The bodyguard realizes, oh, yeah, I got to do my job. I'm on my way. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> Lex is like, what are you I want, doing here? I want this taken care of by any means necessary. Do you understand? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, first lady comes in, Lana. All right, Joseph, have you ever seen this outfit before? Question no. Mark. It's like a mix of political and her Chinese era. Question two, who bought her this outfit? Dude, it, I'm telling you, she has a wardrobe already in there. It's like in Fifth Element when Bruce Willis goes to Floss in Paradise. He won the lottery, and he's like, hey, I need a suit. I need some clothes. And she opens up that whole closet of just suits. That's what Lana has in there. I already, I immediately texted you, by the way. I said, I'm disgusted. And not only like, that, Like, who the fuck do you think you are, Lana? Who the, what's with the hairstyle, too? Who are you? This she's... Is a, this, this is a new person. This is look, a new character. No, dude. She's had her eras, bro. She We had Whitney, Lana. Okay? We had Adam, Lana. All right? We had Talon, Lana. We had Talon, Lana. Sorry, Talon, Lana was before. Then we had Adam, Lana. And then we had fake fake high school football Lana, whatever, like high school football coach Lana. Jason? Hello. Sorry, Jason Lana. Yeah, don't then, ever insult him. Under the bleachers, dude. Never forget. Yeah, for real. My man's was going in. <laughs> and then we had, which we now know, probably longer homeless, but dorm Lana, fake going to school Lana. But now we have mansion Lana, okay? We have mansion Lana, dude. All right. We're not going to bring up the Kim part. She wasn't farmer long. <laughs> no. Every time she'd come in, she'd try to kiss Clark and he'd be like, no, get away from me. Yeah, but she wore flannel. So is that flannel on? <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. but that, let's go I, don't, I wouldn't even think that was an error. She was just, I'm telling you, she needs a home. She was just bouncing back, dude. This is what's amazing to me is how much worse Lex is to her because as she walks in, she says, "Oh, hey, your bodyguard. Uh, he seems like a little weird." Yeah, I didn't it's know I was not in a, a bodyguard idiot. It's an investigator. <laughs> He's a dick. He's a PI. Why are you insulting her and <laughs> using this tone? 
Well, remember, he already beat her ass in chess. He knows she's incompetent, dude. Okay. Over the last few days, Lon, it's become clear that I've been followed. By who? Well, I doubt I have to look much further than, you know, the family tree. But I can't be sure. Are we just going to blame everything on Lionel? Dude, he hates his dad so much. Because he loves Clark. (laughs) Yep. Well, at this point, yeah, you know, he wanted his love, but then he saw that the love is being given to Clark. So it's like, okay, yeah, I hate you, dad, for sure. This is how I don't know if Lana is playing games or not, or if she may not be as smart. Have you called the police? Do you really think Lex calls the cops, Lana, that he's just magically always calling them? Do you remember? Yeah, what's Sheriff Adams going to do? Oh, wait, she's dead. She's dead, and she died (laughs) where you're standing. So... (laughs) Ain't that a mother? Uh, but yes, with her saying this, Lex then has to answer, you know, after breaking every law, when I was Zod Lana, that's where I no longer can ask for favors. Do you remember when I was Zod Lana and I was the reason for Dark Thursday? You know, this brings up a good point, because how is he not just being hunted down by the police? Um, Joseph, isn't it obvious? Everyone knows it was Zod. <laughs> he talked. Oh, right. It's like in Marvel, you know, how they like every net, net, like every citizen knows who Thanos is because he caused the snap. And so yeah. it's like, oh, so it wasn't Lex, guys. It was Zod. OK, it was Zod. In all fairness, though, Zod did talk in third person. So anytime he was being introduced, it was like. They'd be no. like, yo, Lex, is that you? Yo, it's Zod. Zod doesn't like to be yelled at. Yeah, huh? Zod ain't Lex. <laughs> so they obviously may think maybe he's bipolar or something, but you do bring up a valid point. I just assume it's bipolar, it's money, or somebody's in a immune, Some type power. of a rich immunity, who knows? But yeah, he's like, I can't trust anyone, not even my own security, which is why he obviously hired the private investigator. Um... But Lana comes over. He's like, you can trust me. Okay. <laughs> God, shut up. No one asks. And he's like, of course I can, dude. Yeah, she's looking. Why does she, she look like she like aged? She, she looks like she's 40. Like, did she go to a presidential campaign, dude? Like, did she go through an election run? She didn't even look like this in Reckoning when they went to John's uh, winning award of being the senator. That's she didn't look like would- this last week. <laughs> That's where you should dress like this. This is brand new outfit. Only yeah. given to her by the one Luther. Hey, bro. Mansion Lana. Kind of liking it. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. It's like, Lana, I want you to have this in case of an emergency. And it's just his PI's card, Robert Pontius, the dumbest name I've ever heard. And Lex, I don't know how to use a phone. Are you sure? I can't read, Lex. You know I dropped out of school. And she's like, look, it's in case of emergency, in case anything happens to me. It's like, don't talk like that, Lex. Why did she say it like that? She said it very weird. She said it very weird. And not only that, Joseph, don't say that, Lex. Make sure you write me in the will first. (laughs) Don't say that before you write me out of the will. I'm just being cautious, okay? And she's like, okay. Sure. Whatever you say. God, let's get away from that. Daily Planet. Jesus. Better already. So we see in an article, Lex Luthor donates millions to rebuild the city. And so... Someone's feeling bad. 
someone's major guilt trip. Yeah. So yeah, Clark comes into the Daily Planet. We're with Chloe. He's like, and Chloe's like, "How's this for a mega dose of guilt money?" Looks like that boy's uh feeling bad. Clark's like, "Well, I got bigger news." She's like, what? Yeah, I don't give a shit about this article, Chloe. We already know. He's Guess like, "What?" A sneeze. Okay. Great, Clark. Thanks for telling me. Now, what the hell are you really talking about? Anyways, Chloe. I'm going to go back to my job. <laughs> Chloe, <laughs> you don't understand. This isn't normal. Okay, Clark, are we really playing like this game? Like, this isn't a big deal. No, Chloe, you don't understand. Oh, oh, oh what's you? And what? Okay, everyone should have been dead. <laughs> everyone should have been thrown through that window. Also, we just saw some ass. Yeah, no, no, that was why. Why did we see some ass in this scene? To be honest, though, wh- why is she wearing that? Yeah, that's that's not a work outfit. That's a literally going out dress. Maybe someone's interviewing a club girl to try to get the inside scoop of an underground gang. Dumb interview. Everyone can hear her. <laughs> also, this woman is looking exactly at Clark. She's also looking this- exactly like Lois. Uh, maybe younger version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone knew it was Clark. They turn around, it's like, oh, it's clearly that guy who just did this. You gonna cover your mouth, asshole? <laughs> yeah, he barely covered it. It's like, oh god, what was that? AC? Like literally, air conditioning, not Aquaman. Okay. Um. Uh, well, spoiler: AC's in this. Yeah, so Clark's like, I tried to warn you, Chloe. And she's like, holy shit, you just became a walking air cannon. Let's get you out of here. What the hell? You're about to blow this office away. And she's Clark, like, yeah, this morning. Here I... right now. Come to my office. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I just blew the barn door out this morning and it almost hit Lois while she was running. It was like it was like two miles away. She's like, okay. Uh, she's And she's pretty persistent. She's about to go on a whole crusade. Shout out crusade because that's the first appearance of Lois in Smallville in crusade episode. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, wow. Lois. They, Great the, <laughs> Chloe's like, yeah, I'll handle Lois. Make sure she's not hunting down this shit. And then Clark's They're like, They're in okay, Chloe's cool. office in the filer room and he's about to sneeze. And she says, how dare you? This is my office. And you know what he says? JK, I'm flirting I, with you now. I love what? that shit, dude. Uh, it was pretty funny. Because they're flirty? No, it's because they're best friends. Oh, yeah? I think one of them realizes they're best friends because somebody's dating somebody. I think the other is just trying to be all cute farmer-like. But He's guess just his usual gonna... charming self, dude. Stop. Yeah, and did you see how she put her tongue in the side of her cheek? That's how you know Chloe Sullivan, 11 years, retired from the torch, first, second year on the bottom floor, first year as full-time manager of the bottom floor. She is most likely the editor at this point. We can see the articles being posted. We can see the work being done. Jimmy is now trying to get in on top by dating Chloe Sullivan because she is the true Chloe Mother Sullivan. Let's go to the next scene. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That was dope. That was dope. Real cool, real cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to Lionel's office. And Lionel's in here digging through papers. And Lex is like, Well, I forgot about how concerned parent you are, Dad. Fuck you, Dad. What are you trying to do? Make sure I don't destroy the world again? You following me? Lionel's like, dude, if I was following you, you I promise you, you would not know. Um it's like I love 
that their positions have now reversed with foil man so now when lex was looking at him like he was an idiot now we have the reverse situation of lionel looking at him as the idiot once again this is a horrible relationship there is no trust even now not at all absolutely not no lex is like what are you looking for you are you trying to you stalking me so because i had powers and you're thinking i'm gonna what destroy the city again it's like um Listen, Lex, if you remembered every little horrific thing you did, like, you would not be saying this to me right now. Like, you need to understand why people would be maybe following you. Oh, yeah? Well, Dad, I know nothing except what Lana has told me. And she told me that we were made for each other. So guess what? I love Lana Lang, <laughs> the real hero of Smallville. <laughs> Yeah, so confirm that he doesn't remember a whole 24 hours of his possession and blah, blah, blah. And so now Lionel's like, Lex, let me help you. Like, you're obviously freaking out. You don't, you can't handle this situation. He's like, oh, no, I've been on the receiving end of your help before. Okay, Dad, I'll pass. Lex, this cannot be defeated alone. Remember, we can be father-son again, or maybe father Lex again, but I'm still not going to call you son because I already have that. Lex now leaves the building, and he goes inside of his magic elevator, pushes the button. It starts to go down. When wait, it automatically stops, and now it's filling with gas. Lex says, gas? You know what handles that? My gat. Yeah. He pulls out his gun. <laughs> oh, no. Gas? I got to shoot someone. The gas wins, and Lex falls down. Yeah, uh, Lex can't even hold the gun right. He's falling down, and immediately as he knocks out, the hatch on the top of the elevator opens, and someone drops in like we're Navy SEALs, bro. And holy yeah, shit, cool. I already recognized my boy here, man. I was like, no yeah. way they got this guy in here. Yeah, you want a protein bar? How about <laughs> an energy bar? <laughs> Dude, is that uh, Night at the Roxbury? Of course it's Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So it's our boy, Lachlan Monroe. Everyone should know this guy. He was in a lot of stuff, I think, when he was like younger. He's still in a lot of stuff, too, like nowadays. But um, he was in a Scary Movie. He played Greg, the first one. He was in White Chicks. He played uh, the guy who's sniffing chicks' underwear, except it was guys' underwear. So Great role great role and yes not at the roxbury who he also played uh sorry he played craig played craig dude i love craig craig was great because apparently he's in uh riverdale he has like 51 episodes of riverdale i tried riverdale and i love me some archie and jackhead but i'm not doing the whole emo thing you could do it for maybe a season and like mix it up but the whole time it's just i don't know it it was like Archie sleeping with the teacher. I go, this isn't my Archie. What are we even doing? He goes for Betty Veronica, not the teacher. <laughs> you tell him, dude. Also, he was in uh, Peacemaker that first season. Ooh. He Man, plays uh, he plays an FBI guy. I don't know if you ever finished that show. No, I never finished Peacemaker, even though I have to, because obviously since Gunn controls it, he's definitely going to put Peacemaker in everything. Oh, yeah. He already confirmed he's part of the universe. Which everyone should know this too. Yeah, everyone should be supporting John Cena. He is numero uno and like holds the record for the most uh, Make a Wish Foundation. He's really? always number. Yeah, it's actually great. It's, he's no one is even close to him, Joseph. That's how unbelievable Cena is in real life. 
Damn. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really cool whenever you look. I'm not even kidding. Everyone should look it up because everyone should support him. Not just because it's DC, even though it also is a benefit for everyone. Don't tell that to Michael, dude. He was really mad and called him a cuck because he was apologizing to China in Chinese. I And what's funny is I think it's just Cena being Cena of just wanting to apologize because he's not a bad dude, regardless of who it is, because he's like Clark. If it's Hitler, I may have to save him. <laughs> would you save Hitler, dude? I wouldn't, but Cena may. <laughs> and Superman may. I don't know. Peacemaker, Superman, they could go together. Let's go to the next scene. I love that the guy says the bear is hibernating. Over. So that means Lex is knocked out. He takes him out. So we go to the we go to the Kent house, and my man's Clark is got the he, biggest bowl of soup in front is of that him. soup what is he doing like is that like a humidifier or i was like... gonna say is he have like maybe the tablets that you throw in the water and he's just kind of it's like kind of yeah. like the vapor rub but it's like yeah in vape literally vapor form and Vix it's like helping is, him breathe vix is god's gift to the earth i, swear I mean he that. literally has a bottle of medicine there like that's gonna work on him i feel like it wouldn't but I don't think anything would. I think this would just have to pass. Yeah, dude, dude this suck. has to pass, bro. And so Martha comes in. She got groceries. But she's like, hey, look, I know it's going to make you feel better for sure. Doctor certified Martha Kent soup. All right. And Martha kind of went to me over a little bit because not only is the soup because Clark's like, how do I even get over something like this? I'm dying. <laughs> this is what I even do whenever I'm sick. But what's great is, mom, I'm going to make you soup. And not only that, you know what you can do, Clark? You can sit down. I rented some movies for you. And Sick. I love that. That's mom being great. Finally, Martha, we're back to being this person. Not wearing a fucking little, was that Komodo at the very beginning? No, I didn't like that. That was I hot. No, no, I like this. Yeah, it's nice. And yeah, so he's like, um, fuck this shit, mom. I need to go do the irrigation ditch. <laughs> What are you going to do, man? You were just sitting over a bowl right now. Martha's literally like, spray. okay, you got to stop. Trust me. Just rest. Guess who knocks damn at the it. door? God damn it, Lionel. Step not dead. right now. He's, Lionel's like, sorry, too, but Lex, he's, been, he's gone. I think he's been abducted. Clark's like, oh, well, I got a job to do now. Who do you think's behind it? Well, my initial reaction was uh, maybe the government, but after I spoke to my contacts in Washington... I don't think so. You know? Hey, Joseph, wouldn't he have, like, cameras in the elevator? Wouldn't he have, like, something in order to be able to show who would be kidnapping? I'm just... It happened in his elevator. Look, so... man, you know the situation with Luther's and their cameras, all right? I'm not even going to try to dive deep into that. You know they have issues. Well, we're about to see some Luther and their camera issues here today. Oh, as yeah. Let's continue. We have... What, what was it? That Lionel is now saying that with the government looking at him, Clark is shocked. Wait, what do you mean that he could be in danger? But Clark, it's because of Zod. Yeah, yeah but I don't know what would happen with Lex. No, but Zod would. Yeah, yeah. It's like you you have a problem with Zod. It's not about you and Lex right now. It's like when he was possessed by Zod, he he might not be honest about it all. He says he not he doesn't remember it, but I think he does. Well, whoever his captors are, if they push him enough, he could tell the truth about you. Why are and we jumping Clark's... to that? Huh? Why are we jumping to that? I don't know. I don't why know. It's kind that. of it's kind of a reach with Lionel a yeah, little bit. It's like that was weird. 
Because honestly, if Lex did remember, you know damn well he'd be doing some weird shit right now. Like, he, he wouldn't be just hanging out with Lana, regardless of if he's in love or not. Yeah, he, he fucking be, stabbed her hand. He would be so into Clark. He would be hanging out, knocking on his door immediately. Hey, buddy. Missed hey, man, you. remember when we flew together? <laughs> I don't, do you? Remember when we crash landed and I pushed you a bit and punched you and you kneeled yeah. to me? Hey, Clark, was I floating in the air? Hey, Clark, was I, was was I, I a Kryptonian? What was I wearing? Is it a black coat? So now, so now we go to where Lex is being captive right now. So he's got By some... an unintelligent person, because what we're <laughs> about to find out is the reason why he took him. Now, yeah. for the reason why that he took him and Lex freaking out here is apparently just because, hey, good morning, Mr. Invincible. If he was invincible, he wouldn't have been captured by gas. Lex then says, well, where am I? You're in a cage where lab rats belong. Oh, and before you even try escaping, you might want to consider we hooked you up with a whole bunch of wattage that could kill an elephant. Who are you? Just someone who's interested in how you possess superhuman powers. If I possess stu- superhuman powers, I'd be out I of here. I wouldn't be here. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah, what dude, do this you guy. Mean this could take an elephant down. Did you not see what I did to a city? An elephant couldn't do that. Yeah, and so clearly, the, this guy, throwaway villain, he sucks. He also got a partner who's just like a little bit younger, looks like. But he's just in the back. And so he's like, oh, come on, Lex, come on. We both know you're the one at the Pentagon swatting away those bullets like they were mosquitoes, all right? Not even a scratch. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah, see? We, we saw it on only working satellite on Dark Thursday. There was only one satellite I was working, and we had it. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is that? What are you talking about, guy? So we know that you have powers. Just kind of wanting to know how you got them. Uh, it's like, my uh, people, Lex, what are you doing right now? Yeah, he's like, my people are already on to you, idiot. Uh, your people? Oh, what I think do you that's mean, the guy. You people? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? I think that's the guy caught kind of, you know, roaming around outside. Pontius, right? Yeah, the guy downstairs with the bullet in his head. Okay. So now we pull out the gat. And we're pulling it on Lex. He's like, all right, enough foreplay. Let's get this started, bud. You're going to tell me everything. And Lex is like, dude, what the hell? So this, this guy's good. crazy. He killed Robert Pontius, yes. our light-skinned caramel boy. Mm. And he clearly wasn't good PI because he wasn't he good at his job. No. no wonder Lex was mad. He really wasn't doing what he should have. Uh, let's go to the next scene, however, after that sad death, where Lois is wearing, once again, a yellow top. I'm wondering if this is the same one it looks like it from season four, and I believe those are the same exact pants. But she is now turning into this <laughs> investigative reporter where she is wanting to uncover what happened to this barn door. Chloe then says, yeah, it was something that just happened, like random tornado that just occurred. And, you know, it sort of just changes. Yeah, and barometric pressures. I don't know. They can happen and just like kind of blow things away. You never know. It's like, look, Lois, it's called being realistic. I haven't been watching the Weather Channel too much, blah, blah, blah. You're so- the one to say, always keep an open mind for these things. Yeah, but Lois, 
I, listen, I still believe in the paranormal, but trust me, you just have to accept the facts. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, you're just looking no further than your modern science. And Lois is like, yeah, I don't buy anything you're saying. And then the barn yeah. door falls. Well, look what I can do. <laughs> and then it falls over. Let's go back to the great scene where we have Lex still strapped up. What are you doing with the gun? Man? Yeah, Wa Wagner is the other guy. Yes. And he's like, what are you doing with a gun? He's like, we were told specifically not to use violence. Like, <laughs> okay, so? So I don't what, know. Your now, boss told you to do this? Let's keep that in mind. Yeah, there's a boss. Someone hired this these guys. Yeah. It's like, look, man, his body was bouncing bullets away like ping pong balls. Information like that is very valuable on the open market. We need to figure it out. What are you talking about? What you... <laughs> Listen, man, you were specifically hired. Yeah, well, guess what? I'm an entrepreneur. But you didn't know. So what? either you join my newest venture, or guess what? You could end up like that guy. Yeah, the Pontius Stupid. guy. Your choice, idiot. Um, hey, Lex. Guess He's like, what? <laughs> I was thinking, why don't we try a little experiment, huh? What and now he cocks the gun. I told you I don't remember anything that was happening. Yeah, but it did happen, and I want to see it happen again. No, no, you don't understand. Boom, he shoots legs. He in the just arm. shot his arm, and he's bleeding. Blood's everywhere. And this is where he's like looking at him, like, I don't buy it, man. I don't buy it. What? He's bleeding. Why are we not stopping right now? Why Why are we now not realizing that he doesn't have power still? Listen, I know you're faking right now. What is that, fake blood? Yeah, yo, you got ketchup packets in your sleeve? Huh? Also, the thing is, if you had a boss, right, that hired you for this specific thing, wouldn't you want, like, body cams on them to see exactly what they're doing? No, because you didn't realize that one of them was in special classes when they were younger. <laughs> so there wasn't enough research that took place. Someone already seems a little lazy. However, I'm giving this boss the benefit of the doubt only because this seems like this should have been just like a simple job just to see if Lex had powers. Okay, we were able to capture him. I don't think he has powers. Uh, why you're gonna shoot him now? Okay, well now we definitely know he doesn't have powers, so we're gonna let him go, right? That's what we're gonna do. No, 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 we don't. We just keep going. We keep going, dude. But but we know that he doesn't now. I saw the blood. I'm looking at the blood. Yeah, dude, God's bleed, man. What do you mean? I'm I'm confused. This guy thought that his setup was the most like ingenious thing. Where nobody could break out, regardless if you were superhuman or not. He thought that his steel little things that he has wrapped around Lex's wrists were enough. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. By the way, this guy's name is Orlando Block, the one that is stupid as shit. Block. Oh, his number. Block. Yeah. Yeah, Blockhead, because he has nothing in there. Oh my God, you found him, dude. So now we go back to the Daily Planet, and Lois has already written up an article. Wild weather hits Freakville. She really spelled weather wrong. Um, hey, you know why she handed Chloe the story, right? Because why she's she... important, dude. What? No, 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 because she's already an editor. That's oh, she is. Oh, she's right. 
She's already up at the top. No, she literally said, show this article to your editor. Yeah, right. Please, let's just play games now while we're at it, huh? Chloe literally says, yeah, I'm not doing that. It has so this many typos, like lots of words, and you didn't even spell weather right. It's like, I hate to be the one to rain on your parade here, but I don't really think it's going to fly here, man. That story is not going to have a chance at all. It's like, what after- are you trying to say? You're dumb as shit, Lois. (laughs) No, this story is way more than just severe weather, okay? It's a story about human triumph over adversity. The barn door could have chopped me in half. Read it. I was hoping that it wasn't about herself, because now that's very selfish. She's now gotten back down to the below hotness level of I'm not going to talk to her. But with her now acting this way, I was hoping she wrote a story about the barn door. And how the barn door signified just what humans and man is going through. But the barn door was the main character. And the right. barn door had its own life. But she didn't do that. She didn't make it artsy. She made it about herself. So that's Artsy Fartsy, baby. I wish she was artsy fartsy. You wish that? Yeah, dude. I'm in the Hufflepuff house, so that's what I want. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. 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 So yeah, they're just arguing again. She's just like, you know what? I'm telling you, it's not gonna fly. It's like you got typos in there, and then you're Lois jealous. Is, yeah, what the fuck? Lois is like, look, I think you're just a little jealous. It's like, well, really, you know, you know what, Lois, I might be really jealous of you, but words have nothing to do with it. Fine, fine, Chloe. Forget the Daily Planet. I don't need this place. I'll go find a newspaper that will post this for me. All right. And she's like, okay, good luck moron <laughs> and she just does not bat an eye like, one second I'm, for that i'm so confused by that that lois was striving this hard to but i just feel like they should have given lois a better story than this maybe like the research her going into the rubble during the zod battle i think yeah. that would have been completely lois being that adventure person but a barn door while she's jogging i'm with chloe on this one i know biased but you're so I'm, biased I'm, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Let's go to the next scene where mm-hmm. this is the greatest thing <laughs> I have seen. Bro, this is a wild scene. <laughs> this is wild. We go to the mansion, mansion Lana, baby. And mansion Lana is going to get a dose of that mansion life. What right is now. the, what are these earrings? Do you think those are real? You think that those are real too? Those They're are diamonds? in the shape of Lex's balls. Their, their little pearl drops like a pearl necklace I'm going to have around my neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she literally is wearing nothing but Luther bought shit right now. And she's trying to play the piano? I don't under I don't understand. Like, she's really trying to be like Lex. She's really going to... She's like, twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> she looks so sad i guess i'm not sure she's sad as fuck she's like on the verge of tears just pressing one key by at a time what if she's confused because she's not getting the song right what it's like god damn it where are the music notes Oh, but no, I guess Clark, your favorite person Clark walks, walks in, in. God damn it. <laughs> clark walks in and he's like lana what I was uh, listening you play Twinkle Twinkle, you're getting better. 
the thing is, is that like, why is Clark coming here and asks, what are you doing here? Like, you know, they're dating, right? Um, this is kind of weird, though, where she's at and what she's doing. Not only that, let's get to weirder where he's like, Lana, and then Lana turns away. I can't look at you. Yeah, what? Like, it's so awkward. Why is it so awkward between them every time, dude? She, and he's like, what are you doing here? Uh, well, I sort of, like, live here now. Whoa, by the way, way to just try to hurt the man. Like, you already said, how could I love you? Now you're saying, I'm a dim with Lex. Yeah, and now he's like, oh, shit. But she goes, you're looking for Lex. He's not here. And I didn't like how she said that. For a second, I almost thought, like, she knew that he was kidnapped and knew why and how. Like, it seemed off. Like, why she was saying, like, you're looking for Lex. He's not here. And then she looks like she's guilty. You're... Joseph, she's not guilty. She's nervous. She's nervous because all she wants is now because apparently what she was wearing last time, she now made sure that Lex signed a will. (laughs) So now she is nervous trying to play the piano saying this is going to be mine. Fingers crossed he's dead. She's nervous because she's just waiting for that phone call. Clark walking in saying Lex has been missing. I think he may have been kidnapped. She then essentially, oh God, why is she not looking at him? Why is she like in a play right now? You know now? they don't look at each other when they talk. Start, man. <laughs> what is she like? What is she doing? She's like, yeah, I think he may have been kidnapped. <gasps> Has he mentioned any recent threats against him? Lana, come on. If you have some information, can you at least talk to me? I'm, I'm hoping to help him. Now she turns around with a fierce look. How dare you look at me this way? (laughs) Damn, I miss uh, miss Paris. I miss Paris, Lana. Betty, Lana, she's back. Betty, damn, I forgot about that era too. Betty, Lana, dude. You know what, Lana? No matter what our differences are uh, with Lex, I just don't want to see him get hurt no matter what. Or maybe you have your own reasons. What? What? <laughs> what are you <laughs> saying, Lana? I'm going dumber listening to you. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to tell you anything about Lex being kidnapped because I don't really care. You know what I care about? Clark, how did you know that Lex was going to be transformed into that monster before anyone else? Clark's like, definitely not answering this question. Did you tell Lex about this? Yeah, yeah. Were you running your mouth again? Yeah. She's like, not yet. Whoa. What is going on? I don't understand what Lana's doing. It's like, Clark, Clark, I want an answer. You can't keep secrets when life's Lex or Lex's life is in danger. What? Wait, is she is she threatening Clark? I don't understand what she I'm literally going dumb. I'm going dumb listening to her. Joseph, she just said, do you want to save him? How bad? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me the yeah. truth. It's like, you know, you can't keep secrets if you're trying to save someone. Yeah. Don't you want to save him, Clark? He's in yeah. danger, right? Yeah. I mean, well, lo- you lo- may lo- have lo- your own reasons. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I do too. And Clark's like, if I had all the answers, Lana, I literally would not be here standing in front of you going dumb. Okay? <laughs> and she's like, I just want to save him. Then do it. What? 
honestly amazing. When she <laughs> said then do it, I put in the notes, what? <laughs> I was completely lost. <laughs> Lana may have won the Academy Award right here, dude. Like straight up. Because this is a performance. You have <laughs> you have me sold. I don't know what you're saying. I'm feeling a lot of things right now. You know what? I feel like now I don't know who the heroes are anymore. Yeah, it's like, dude, is is Clark the villain? Is Clark the villain? Then do it. Yeah, Clark, why don't you do it? Yeah, I just want to save him, you know? I just don't want him to get hurt. It's like, all right, then. Then do it, bitch. Like, okay. And then she... By the way, way, Joseph, get out of my house. Yeah. I wish you said that. God, man, I wish you said that. She's like, don't pretend you're doing it for him as she opens the door like, get the fuck out. Wait, I'm still confused. Oh, I, I'm I'm actually baffled. Like, I don't know. It's a conundrum at this point. Do you think Clark understands? Absolutely not. <laughs> he left this with no improvement on what the situation is. And so... He walks out, but he hasn't left yet. He's right outside the office. Lana then pulls up Robert Pontius's car that Lex gave her. And Le- and Clark happens to hear the phone ring because she's dialing that number. He overhears, and it gets the voicemail on the phone. You've reached Robert Pontius. Leave your name and number. And so Clark's like, oh, shit. All right, heard that. I'm out of here. And Got so him. now <laughs> Lana's is- going to start looking for money, maybe some snacks, <laughs> and is at Lex's desk. What is she doing right now? And now she's looking for something. I don't know what she's looking for. She manages to find a remote in a a, a case. It's in a case, so it's clearly yeah, important. Yeah. There was a she, lot of uh, cases on his desk, though. Look at that. There's like four. All right, why does he have so many cases? What does each case have? Some secret? It's like, once you get to know me, you can open up box number three. And now nice. with... She yeah. opens her... She gets the remote, and now we got Taylor's favorite part. She gets the remote... She taps it, and it opens the entire bookcase to have a whole thing of screens come down in front of it. Hey, Joseph, there was no password on that remote, and also that box wasn't locked. So my other question to you was, was he hiding this? Did he just get done, and was Lana supposed to find this? Um, I don't know. Because it seemed pretty easy to find Lex's own wall of weird. Yeah, he has his own wall of weird, all right, because it's four four or five TV monitors, and one is directly in Lana's bedroom. And it's the big screen, too. It's literally the main screen. uh, Joseph, there's actually two screens with Lana's bed. I try to go through each of them to see uh, where the cameras were set up at inside of the home. What I can honestly say, because the other question is, well, wouldn't Laxton be able to see Clark speeding through the hallway then if he has all these cameras set up revealing Clark's powers? But no, Lex has some of them set up like directly where it's just facing a corner, just facing yeah. like a corner bookshelf. <laughs> and it's like, what are you even trying to film there? You know what he's trying to film? Nothing. It's all in that because this is what he really wants. So, yes, with Lana then unveiling this wall of weird. We now see that on that main gigantic screen, you know what we see is her bedroom. Not only that, but what does Lana do? She decides to, I got to rewind. Wait, 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 wait. That's my room. And so as she's rewinding, oh, my God, you can see her getting undressed. 
but you don't see titty. Quick question. I just have a quick question for you, Joseph. Is this worse than anything Clark has ever done to her? Or is it because <clears throat> Simone uh, was having sex with Clark where it was the worst thing that she ever experienced? Or is it because that Lana is so desperate for a home or a mansion <laughs> that she is willing to let anything go she's gonna act offended right now but is she really offended yes or no i honestly thought this was some type of overreaction like <laughs> i don't i don't know like I, considering what's happened to lex in his life it's like we addressed the camera issue earlier remember the luthers and their cameras why would he not have cameras everywhere in his mansion Joseph, I have a question for you. What if, now I'm just going to lay out what if for you. What if she knew where that camera was? And what if oh she did this all God. on purpose? <laughs> why? Why would she do that? You know why? Because now she is setting breadcrumbs. You know what that's called? <laughs> Getting some power. She is now going to be able to hold something over Lex where she is going to feel like that this is a test. I'm going to see how much she cares about me. Throwing a fit about something I knew I saw, I magically took off my top and said, you're not going to see the goods, only my back. I'm going to find this magic remote because that's what I was really looking for in the end and click it where all of a sudden now I'm upset. Lex. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there has to be a remote for that camera i saw <laughs> yeah i it's i don't know it's like i thought it was an overreaction like because you know lex's life the man's paranoid he's clearly being followed he's had people kidnap him multiple times he's had lockdowns in his own mansion yeah, yeah. joseph joseph but lana hasn't been kidnapped so like what are you talking about she literally was in lockdown with him in this mansion Lana has never been kidnapped. All right. She is the hero of the story. She right. gets out of everything. <laughs> right. She does with her kicks. She does. But yeah, um, stupid scene. All right. So who's better, Clark or Lex? Of course, Clark Just is better. Like right off the bat with this, right? Because we're yes. all lying, right? Or does this count as not a lie? Because you didn't ask. I mean, if you would have asked about the cameras, I would have told you. But you didn't ask. I don't know. I think Lex might have... Well, would he lie? I don't think he would. Yeah, because, I mean, he's pretty honest about it. Uh, spoiler, when they talk about it, so... Shh. Let's get going. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Lana's offended because she's seeing herself naked. She's like, wow, my ass doesn't look that good in there. I do <laughs> have pancake butt. <laughs> you better cut that out. <laughs> Good back, good back. And then she presses the button and then now goes to a different camera in the in the office. And this is the scene from earlier where Lex is yelling at his stupid ass PI. And right. so now she's hearing the information. Oh, yeah, Edge CD plates. I tracked you to an abandoned factory on Fifth and Hayworth. And so now Lana heard that. It's like, well, looks like I'm going to Fifth and Hayworth. Hey, Joseph. Theory two. Do you think she already found the cameras before? 
And she knew to rewind it because it would go into the Lex's office where she could see the conversation that was occurring that she walked into. Because how else would she know that if she kept rewinding, it's not going to be my room anymore. It's going to be the office. That's the only way that could happen. And also what she was still looking for on his desk, which is why she knew where to be able to find out where he was. She knew about the cameras all along, and she knew where he hit him. I thought it was just her pressing the buttons, because like the buttons are numbered, and it goes like different cameras, like they're numbered. So she just pressed one, and then went to another one. Like, there's no way that it magically went to the one the next. Like it was the next scene from me undressing <laughs> to the office. It's like she knew this is my point. She knew Joseph, whether she rewound or not, she knew what to click in order to get to the scene. You know, a homeless person will explore every bit of that house. Boom. Boom. I'm never leaving. I'm going to find <laughs> everything. <laughs> so, yes. And yeah, by the so way. That would explain why she was sad when Clark walked in. That was when she first found the cameras. Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> good theory. Good theory. So, yeah, we go to that warehouse. And it looks like shit out on the outside. But on the inside, Lex is still here. Obviously still being tortured. And he's like, I don't get it. You know, honestly, just like, how's some hairless Goliath here just not know anything? It's like, I don't know anything, man. It's like, I don't believe you. Now, we know Luther Corp is involved in genetically enhanced human strength. Lex right? is bleeding, right? <laughs> now, you obviously did something to yourself. What was it? Do you really want to know, you idiot? All right? A being from another dimension, actually, another planet, inhabited my body and gave me powers. When he left, it was gone. It sounds ridiculous, but it's true. And so Block here is like, you fucking mocking me? And he points the gun back at his throat. I don't understand. They he not. actually just told him the truth. Do you not? They did not do background checks. They forgot with this guy. He's new. Now, why would I mock a guy who is threatening me and had just shot me? You you know I don't have powers, right? <laughs> what are we doing? I'm literally sweating. I'm being tortured. If I had powers, I'd be out of here. I'm still bleeding out of my arm right now. I Just a minor doctor. flesh wound, Lex. Shut up, you big baby. What? He still thinks Lex is lying. Uh, listen, do you want to keep your girlfriend happy? All right. All right, you in. There's a serum. It's in the lab, 33rd floor of Luther Corp. It's in the vault in the center cabinet. Ooh. The code is Julian 6969. No, it's 452, dude. Julian 452. I misread that. Numbers are hard. The <laughs> guy then looks at him. All right, Wagner, go. So the guy who is good leaves. Oh, my God. The one who's crazy gets to stay with Lex. This is a brilliant plan already. As we go to the next scene, we oh, are going to have an introduction. Ooh, best scene right here, baby. We go to a nice little penthouse. It's in like a clock tower. It looks so fucking sick. I forgot how sick his place is. Um, but yeah, it's a nice office. Set up nice. Nice little lavish penthouse. 
And now Lionel's here. He comes through the elevator. He picks up the picture on the desk, and we see a family photo of the Queens. And he's chuckling to himself. And now we have our boy, Oliver Queen, the next official DC Comics character to be introduced in the show. Uh, what, why is Aquaman dressed in regular clothes now? Oh, stop, what? dude. Stop. Oh, whoops. Stop. My it, bad. I, I'm. <laughs> Listen. Justin Hartley is here. If you know Justin Hartley, my guy, he's been in I don't know how many things. He's currently known for This Is Us right now. Um, he's been in like a hundred. ex-husband. Yeah. Always Mich- remember. Always Michelle's ex-husband. Sunset. No, Chriselle. Oh, Chris. Oh, you're right. You're right. Chris. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and apparently right now. NBA's. Yeah. Uh, apparently right now he's playing Bruce Wayne slash Batman in the Harley Quinn and the Joker Sound Mind podcast series currently. Oh, have you ever listened to like any of those hero podcasts? Uh, It was one of them. It was like the Batman buried, yeah. unburied. I listened to that one for a little bit. It was OK, but uh, I didn't like I think I only heard like one or two episodes and then I never just got back into it. I don't listen to any of the podcasts other than ours. Well, yeah, I mean, I can only take so much and I can only take ours at this point because Jesus Christ. But I always thought with those like podcasts, it's a person describing like a new story or is it an existing story? Uh, Or they're doing multiple voices with it. So they're basically acting as those persons. And it's like, I guess, an original story in a sense. It's probably inspired from certain material, but it's like an original. It's like you're it's like you're listening to a show pretty much like. Or listening to a comic come to life. Interesting. Yeah. And so, yeah, Justin Hartley, Oliver Queen, known as the Green Arrow in DC Comics. This is actually the first live-action adaptation of Green Arrow. Justin Hartley got to introduce us to that. So, yeah. And so now he's playing nice little rich boy with Lionel. He's like, oh, Lionel, super powerful. And like, what are you doing here, man? What do you want? He's like, oh, I came to welcome you. I heard the I heard Oliver Queen was staying in Metropolis now. Decided to move out Midwest, huh? Gives him and a nice 40-year-old bottle of scotch. It's weird because Oliver automatically seems... And by the way, I think I have to do his first appearance. I don't know it at the top of my head. If you want to look it up, it's More Fun Comics 42. That's my theory. <laughs> okay. Oliver I, I really Queen. didn't look it up. Green Arrow. Yeah. First appearance. Come on. Come on. It's not earlier than that. Can't be. First appearance, November 1941. More fun comics, number 73. Oh, I was early. I thought 42. Damn. Yep. A little off. Oliver Jonas, Queen. More fun comics, number 73, November 1941. Holy shit, dude. He goes back, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes way back with the Spectre and everything. It's the he was some of the original stuff where to get his books, you're spending thousands of dollars for the more fun comics, but they're also hard to find in great condition because of how old they are. I mean, they're approaching 100 years. Whoa. Well, I was going to say, wait, even after Arrow, I wonder how much it actually costs. Yeah. You're going to look it up? You're going to buy it for me? Hell no. Why? I thought you let me. <laughs> jokes on you dude um 
So yeah, Oliver's like, man, uh, nice gesture, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. You're the Lionel Luther after all, huh? And so you've always been so generous. So you know, Oliver, when I read in the papers, Oliver Queen moves to Metropolis. I was very, very curious. I mean, you've made such a name for yourself in Star City. Shout out Star City. Why would you relocate? Well, how can you resist these views, man? Not so he's just being a nice crisp Midwestern air. Ooh. Yeah. And I love it now because why we figure out Lionel is actually questioning him. He's like, have you had a chance to touch base with my son yet? Uh, No, I haven't. I haven't talked to Lex at all yet. You know, it was like, you know, he's changed a lot since your boarding school days together. Hmm. Well, that's cool. I hope he's gotten out of your shadow already. He's like, you know, we, we, we've all changed, though. You know, you know what, Lionel? Actually, I'm going to give him a call. I'll give him a call today. How about that? Um, Lionel actually for the first time does stand up for Lex where Lionel says, oh no, he's not the same one. He's actually grown into his own. What? Yeah, he does say that. He does. Why say are that. you, why are you now wanting to be with Lex? What, what is this? He won't say this shit to his face. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it behind his back. Why wouldn't you say that to his face? Yeah. But it's. It's weird that this is the first time where maybe he seems he looks at Oliver as a bigger threat than anyone else I've seen, where he's going as far as defending his own son. It's because he's the other billionaire playboy, dude. I was going to say, and much sexier. And he's got hair. <laughs> Lionel's <laughs> like, he's going to lose. <laughs> My poor son. But he does say, he's like, well, you might have a hard time reaching him, Oliver, because it seems that Lex has been abducted. And Oliver's like, what? He's like, oh, what no. the hell? He's like, look, oh, look, I remember in the Excelsior school plays, you were always so good, so convincing. It's like, Lionel, look, I'm involved in a lot of business, as you know, but I can assure you, abduction is not one of those. So, shut up. And cool, name drop on the Excelsior, because we have seen Excelsior in Lex's flashbacks of his school days. So that means they went to that same school together. Joseph, I was completely thrown off with why I, I love the introduction of Oliver Queen that we're already getting him this early. I was just confused. Why does Lionel think it's him? Like, why would Oliver? Well, because really he even this? points this out, too. He just moved in. He just found out that he had the only working satellite on Dark Thursday, Queen Industries. And so he's thinking, holy shit, maybe you're the guy. Maybe you're the one who abducted Lex. And that even had me thinking, because when he mentioned that, I was like, oh shit, Block's dumbass mentioned that earlier. So it's like, hmm, interesting. Why would he do this? But yeah, why would he? You don't yeah, know. It, it's like, haha, welcome to the city. Or is that like what they do as best friends or something? Him and Lex back in the old boarding school days? They would kidnap each other and then torture the other with a crazy person. And that's how you know, bro, I'm here. Yeah, Lionel, Lionel does even say, he's like, if you have so much, if I find out you even laid a hand on this whole thing with my son, you will find out why I'm so powerful and scared of. All right, but we do have to remember the other guy who is one of the other henchmen, the nice one, saying our boss said not to hurt him. So if you're saying that Oliver is the one that hired him, this guy Block is already breaking the rules. So my question to you is... Because he's an blaming? entrepreneur, dude. Are you blaming Oliver or are you blaming Block? Whose fault is this? 
It's definitely Oliver's because the man. I don't know Blanc. how. I don't know how. Let's have this continue, though. Let's go to the next scene where it is Clark still not feeling so good here. He can't even use his his powers to the full extent. On his way to the Daily Planet, he actually stopped a little short and he had to run the rest of the way. And this man is sweating like crazy. He he really Dude, he looks some like water. shit. He looks like shit. Holy fuck. And Chloe's like, okay, honestly, sit down here. Keep that fucking mouth and nose shut, she dude. She says, cover it up with a Ziploc bag and shut up. You can hang yeah. out here for a little bit. It's like, why are you here? And so now Clark just has a moment. He's like, so I went to the mansion. Lana was there. Yeah, they're living together. You saw that, huh? And so <laughs> Chloe already Chloe, knows. You're the worst friend. How does what she know? Because her and Lana are BFFs, right? Why would she? Can she not tell Clark anything? No, she can't. Seems friendship is one-sided a little bit right now. Chloe, grow up. But with Clark now going to uh, Chloe and telling her, well, she said at the mansion that there was this private eye and this is his address. So maybe you can look this up on your computer. Chloe says, yes, I can definitely do that. You know what? To think that you escaped from the Kryptonian land of the lost. Ha ha. And now you have to save Lex Luthor by having a cold. You know, I guess heroes don't get sick days, do they? Yeah, they also don't put the world in absolute jeopardy. I'm no hero, Chloe. Oh, here it is. Bye. Let's 515 Grant Street. That's where Robert Pontius lives. Chloe, this could or be his dangerous. office. That's where his office is. Sorry. Chloe, this could be dangerous. Um, Clark, do you not just remember you saying that you had to walk here? Trust me, it's going to be faster if I drive you. Get in the damn car. Clark says, no, 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 it's too... Uh, he sneezes, but this time he finally understands manners, and he covers his mouth, where then Chloe says, ooh, strong hands, get in the damn car. We now cut to the next scene. Let's get to the hero of the story. N24 Hayworth, we're at that warehouse, that abandoned factory, whatever. Lana's here, just pulled up, calls Chloe. Chloe, it's Lana. Whenever you get this message, I need you to check out an address. 1024 Hayworth. Call me. Why did it go straight to voicemail? Like, it didn't even ring. Well, it's obvious. And that is because with Lana, she sends her to voicemail. <laughs> Block shows up immediately after she hangs up the phone. Hey, She's, dumb idiot. You looking for Lex? I saw your headlights. Lana calls her way too much because it's her only friend, Lana. I'm so done. Like, Jesus. She, she screams she her calls. To, she has to send her two voicemail automatically. And then if it's serious, she'll call back. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So, yeah, looking for Lex, huh? And so now we, we cut have back. the psychopath. <laughs> now we cut back to where Clark and Chloe found Robert Pontius's office. And so apparently this guy's living lavish. He's got good business going. He's got a nice office. Um. He's like, and so Chloe opens his computer and is like, holy shit, this is going to take me hours. Like, you really don't appreciate the stuff I do here, Clark, all right? <laughs> and so Clark actually manages to use x-ray vision, finds that there's a whole vault or whatever, an office, mini office, inside of that wall that it's in the office. So he's like, 
he's like, wow, I mean, even with the stuff he knows, you still got it, Clark. And so he manages to go ahead and tear open is like the steel wall. Dude, there but... has to be a camera in this office, right? No, there's not. <laughs> Explain to me their camera situation. No one believes in cameras, dude, except the Luthers now. Maybe just with, Lex. With Clark, though, ripping it halfway, he does get tired. And now, all of a sudden, Chloe, Mother Sullivan, figures it out. She says, Clark, you know, if your sneeze could do that, maybe you could actually just blow it. And he says, Chloe, I just can't force a blow. She says, no, just blow hard like you do when you sneeze. You know what? This this is going to be stupid. You know what, Clark? If you sneeze, if you sneeze that way, that means your lung capacity is ginormous. That means that this is easy for you to be able to burn down. Listen, this isn't a birthday cake, okay? That's a steel fucking door. She's like, look, let's see what you got. Huff, puff, and blow this motherfucking door down, dude. And she gives him that look, and okay. Okay, apparently, wait, we just got confirmation that he blew that barn door seven miles away. So Lois ran seven miles and then back? Sounds like it. Sounds like a general's daughter to me. Jesus Christ. That's why she looks so good, man. Okay, man. Is this what we're going to be doing all season long? Absolutely, dude. Let's get to a cool scene, please. Yes, because now we get our new power officially. Clark takes in literally all the air in the office, probably. I think Chloe should start suffocating a second. Chloe's dead. (laughs) And then he blows, and he manages to literally blow down the damn wall. Holy shit. And, by the way, I put in the notes because I didn't realize it with the sneeze either. I did not connect the dots. I go, Chloe's the greatest. Chloe (laughs) is here for a reason, and it is to guide Clark. I love everything about Chloe. For real. No, it's not, it's a nice moment. It's sweet because she feels proud of herself. She's like, good thing you didn't have garlic today. What does that mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, was she going to expect brat, bad breath or something? Like, vampires? Oh, I, I thought she was talking about his farting or something. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. It was a dumb joke. Good thing you didn't have garlic, right? Too, too, am I right? <laughs> I didn't get it, dude. It was weird. But yeah, so yeah, so they ended up going, they end up going through the office. They're finding information. And so um this the steel the steel wall is blowing my mind. It's literally like a huge chunk. And so it's so thick. It's honestly like a good two feet. So they immediately find something. It's like, okay, it looks like maybe Pontius was onto something. Looks like at a random warehouse is like. Like, well, I'm just gonna have to go over there. Chloe, you definitely stay here because it could be dangerous. Like, just go to the planet, wait for me there. Now shut up. And Chloe's like arguing with them, but he's like, nope, shut up, and speeds out of there. So apparently he can speed run again. Okay, so I was weirded out, and I hope that maybe Chloe was playing her own game there. With Clark now finding this room, dude. If I'm Chloe, I'm stealing things. Oh, here's a new story. Oh, here's some research I didn't know about. Oh, what's this? Oh, it's she probably definitely took some things. Okay, so it's like, Clark, yeah, no, I want to go with you. What are you doing? Stop. Oh, too fast. What do I get? 
Yeah, I... so no so no one's gonna investigate that office after they find out Robert Pontius is dead. That's a hole in the wall. <laughs> Literally someone, a hole in the wall. Someone's gotta fix that. <laughs> no one heard it, no one felt it. Let's go to block the genius here. Block the genius. They managed to get the serums. And the last time we saw this, this was literally the viruses in one vial. Yes? I was, was going to say, Joseph, these, these are viruses. That's what These are the notes. fucking viruses. And how does he still have them? Why, why does he have them? Also, another question we don't ask ourselves when we're Lana. Oh, my God. Lana is now in here. Oh, look what I'm saying. No, no, no. What is she doing here? Well, let's just say that she's here to spend some quality time with you, man. What? Let her go. You don't need her. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that's quite true, because now that we have the serum, we're going to need somebody to use it on. Lana's like, don't worry, Lex. I've taken a whole bunch of needles before. I wanted to see my parents. This is nothing. Dude, so, even touching that, isn't that going to fuck up everyone in the room? I don't know what it is, Joseph. I really have no clue. It's the world's deadliest viruses, bro. All right. But if it is, everyone's dead right now. <laughs> there is no coming the little, back. You know how they test the syringe to make sure it's coming out? Like, as soon as he squirts it out, everyone's dead. This seems like that this would immediately... In fact, they released a disease, and now everyone in Smallville is probably dead. Yeah, facts. Or Metropolis. Facts. Facts. And so... Yeah, he's like, I say your girlfriend's about to be a good guinea pig, huh? So yeah, Lana's like freaking out, like, holy shit, you still have viruses, Lex? Why? <laughs> and yeah, Block no, is dead. He's squirting it all getting, over his hand. She's looking at the needle getting turned on. Shut up. She's like, oh, I remember, not a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, not me, the guinea pig, no. <laughs> Make sure so, you yeah. put it in my good arm. Lex is definitely freaking out, like, Jesus Christ. And so somehow he's like, now in case this stuff really does turn to you in some kind of super chick, um, just remember there's a gun pointed at Lex. So get away, from, away me. from me. Wait, Wait, it won't work on her. The serum was tailored for my blood chemistry. Lex, no. <laughs> so Block's like, well, then I guess it's time. To wake the sleeping dragon. Lex then headbutts him. Lana then spin kicks the other guy. Now Lana grabs the gun and she says, I'm the hero of this story. She then has them with the gun to their face. She puts her arm behind her back to let, let loose of Lex. She, let, now, she looks down and Block immediately overpowers her. Oh, yeah, but not anymore because Lex has the virus in his hand. He shoots a block. Now, all of a sudden, did Block hit the the electricity? Like no, Block shot the gun on accident and hit the tank that was flammable. Also, did you see the foam come out of Block's mouth as soon as he got shot with the syringe? Yeah, Joseph, everyone's dead. If that's the virus, everyone... <laughs> his body needs to be burned alive. Well, it's getting burned right now. Yeah, and Clark, we see that his powers are still tricky right now. He jog, he's like jogging back to the warehouse because he had to stop. Man's out of breath still. So yeah, Lex and Lana are like spilling all these chemicals in the this fucking lab. The heroes, yeah, yeah, and they're trying to get out of the emergency hatch that's on top of the little room they're in. And so, um, to no avail, that can't get out. 
the flames are everywhere, and they're like, well, you know, I guess this is it, man. Lana, like Lana. This is all my fault. He's touching her face. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to film you. And now, all of a sudden, a big whoosh of air comes through the building. All the fire is gone. And they say, I did that. Now, we don't know which one did it, but both Lex and Lana think that they are the ones that caused the fire to disappear. Not knowing that Clark is hidden in the corner. He probably fell down because he's so damn sick. Decided <laughs> yeah, the man like, looked I'm like not, he collapsed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not running anymore. He then closes the door, and then we are ending on that scene where Lex and Lana think the power of love defeated the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they looked at each other like, oh my God, we're meant we to be. See? God, God wants us to be together, Lex. These are crazy fucking people. <laughs> also, I feel like their eardrums would be like blown out, bro. I don't know. I, Joseph, they obviously can survive one of the world's deadliest viruses of being unleashed. Okay, I think they're good. Which, by the way, maybe that's why Clark is now good. Somehow it was a counteractive thing where the virus then affected him in a good way. Nah, just had to pass, virus. dude. Nah, man, he just had to pass that sickness, bro. He just had to have a day of it. I was just saying that maybe Lana and Lex are now infected with something. Infected with love. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually go to the next day. I assume it's the next day. But um, we're at the farm. We're at the camp farm. Looks like I saw Clark already in flip-flops. I was like, what the hell? And then Chloe comes up. They're about yeah, to go have a this? they're yeah, about to go have a lake day. What? <laughs> what is why are we still on? going to Crater Lake? I don't understand. Because I like to feel the pain right now, Joseph. <laughs> it's been a bad year. So, yeah. So now Chloe and yeah, Chloe and Clark planning a lake day. They're about to go. Lois comes up, is like, guess who just made the Inquisitor? Global warming or alien invasion? And my God, that article is in the companion, by the way. It's so bad. How good is it? This is your girl. So come on. I need you to read it to me. All right. Hold on. All right. A daily jog turned into a near-death experience for a Smallville resident as a massive barn door fell from the sky, landing mere inches from the jogger. The question remains, how did a barn door fall from the sky on a day when the weather was perfectly sunny and clear? But yeah, it says, by Lois Lane, scientists have been consulted and theories placed on the table, such as a microburst, a microburst being almost like a mini tornado. But the weather patterns for the area do not indicate any reason for the creation of a microburst. According to our consulting theorists, aliens could be ve a very plausible reason. Smallville located going to take a, a good turn here. Smallville located not. several hours outside of Metropolis often seems to be a haven for weird occurrences. Body swapping, prom queens, people behaving totally erratically, not to mention those folks of the turn to dust and kill you variety. Could this weird... Uh, by the way, that's Tim. It's Tim. Shout out. Yeah. Hey, always remember. Could this weird stuff be the result of alien intervention? And could these bursts of winds have something to do with spaceships landing faster than the blink of an eye? Here in Metropolis, there have also been lights in the sky. These strange auras were seen in the skies above Metropolis nights ago. Scientists have been unable to confirm what exactly they resulted from. My theory? 
aliens are coming and it's time to be careful, especially if your place of residence is Smallville, USA. All right. So it seems like she's really she's really making it. And I'm very happy for her because this is the first step. And she's not really wrong because you could sell the alien theory because Zod kept introducing himself to everybody in third person. So everyone knows that this person is an alien. It's the only reason why Lex is not in prison. But with Clark and Chloe then being able to see, well, I'm great that you have some journalistic integrity. (laughs) Listen, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that I've made my life happy or anything. I the just, thrill of discovery. I love it. Love I think I found my calling. Ink. The sense of ink, Joseph. It, it, it turns me on. All right. Well, weirdo, how about you just come to the lake with us and we can celebrate with the first splash. Um, Have you looked at the sky? It looks like it's about to rain. You guys have fun by yourself. All I right. Hope. So now she leaves, yes. but... Clark and Chloe come up with the idea, huh, I wonder if I can do this. My man's Clark really sucks in again, super breath, and he clears the skies up, bro. It's now sunny in Smallville. And it's really cool how it's done. Once again, the super breath thing was really really great. I really enjoyed all of these parts, even with now Lois leaving the barn kind of proven wrong I love it she sees the sun and she says well I'm going now so obviously show off that body okay she wants to All right. final scene baby so we now get to a dirty scene (laughs) and I guess you can say this is a notebook with a walk to remember in it maybe that's what we have here stop (laughs) you need to stop Okay, well, somehow this is better than anything Clark has done. So as we go to the next scene, as I mentioned before, with Lana already knowing about the cameras, setting the breadcrumbs, now she has to set the trap. She now decides to go into Lex's office, and she is pressing the monitor buttons again. And she is revealing her undressing at the perfect moment of Lex walking in and she kind of looks like she's about to cry as if this really hurts her. Yeah. I and get it. he comes in smiling. Oh, Hey, cool. Yeah. You got, you got tapes. Hey, hey uh, the cameras. when I moved in, I didn't think I'd be living with big brother. And she, he's like, uh, I've cameras everywhere. Like that's just how it's set up in my house. I see. So please, please do it with the French accent. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. This could be a bois. <laughs> you see me naked. By the way, Lex is like, uh. He's like literally seeing how she's getting naked. He's like, was I breaching security when I was alone in my bedroom? Yeah, you were, you naughty girl. (laughs) Yeah, you weren't following the proper protocol, Lana. Yeah, you were being bad. (laughs) And he's like, Lana, like, this is, like, you clearly have the wrong idea here. Does she? Does she? I am not a pervert. (laughs) I just like watching you undress. (laughs) 
Dude, uh, look, you clearly got the wrong idea, man. I'm not a pervert, I promise. Look, right. those cameras are only viewed for emergency purposes when I need to look back at something. Joseph, so you're also trying to tell me, according to you, that those buttons signified what room in order to play on the big screen. How many buttons were there? Four? There's like four. <laughs> so he has four main big cameras. One of them in Lana's room, one of them underneath her toilet seat. <laughs> All right? Dude. Oh, my God. He's he's a pervert, man. I don't know. Like, he can't he can't wiggle his way out of this one. He sure can't. He can. <laughs> when you're talking to a homeless person. That's true. It's true. Yeah. But, yeah, he's like, those cameras are only viewed if there's an emergency. By me at 3 a.m. when I'm feeling lonely. <laughs> Sometimes I get bored, okay? Only if there's an emergency, though. <laughs> and she's, like, not buying it. She's not buying it at all. She's like, I would never invade... I would never invade your privacy like that. But, but you, you already, already have. have. Oh, my God. me. <laughs> you already invaded the fuck out of me. Lex, the cameras go... Or I do. And he's like, okay, the cameras will be gone within the hour. From your room, but not under the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, only in your room. The cameras are he gone. He makes it very clear. The camera, only. he says the camera, not plural. Nope, no other cameras. The camera in your room will be down within the hour. Not the bathroom, though. No. That's my Nope, mistake. nowhere else. Just your room. Just that one camera. But the but rest the... of them stay. She this is how down. I live, Lana. You're free to make other arrangements. You know, go live on the streets. But this is the way I live, okay? If you want the mansion, you get the cameras. And it's not going to change. And he's pretty stern about it. And she's like, I guess. And it's like, dude. They, they didn't show or say, okay. Yeah, they didn't. They just cut it off. So now we go back to the dope Oliver Queen penthouse clock tower. And look who comes through the elevator now. It's the cool henchman, Wagner. Nice one. Nice. Yeah, the nice one. He's looking for something. And it turns out that, what was it, that he was in fact working for Oliver this entire time where he knows a secret door where Oliver must be practicing. Yeah, so he goes out to the roof because as soon as he opens the door, an arrow gets shot right next to it. And it's green and it's bright and I love it. And what I love is that Oliver, he really is asking, hey, I thought I told you no violence. I loved how serious it actually got. Like he really yes. went like this is like the green arrow portion. I feel like he's like, I thought I told you. You only use violence if it was necessary. Sir, uh, it was Block. He went rogue. I tried to stop know? him. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> He's like, he went rogue. I couldn't stop him. He was going to jeopardize us the whole thing. He was going to kill him. It's like, well, we couldn't have that now, could we? Speaking of uh, which, how's my old buddy Lex doing? And apparently the man reveals that whatever powers he had, they are long gone. But, sir, there was someone else in the warehouse because we have cameras. Yes. Someone 
who has abilities. Bind him. Uh, okay. Oliver, love it. I love everything. I'm, white I'm in- suit, dude. Got the white suit on. What is he, Lex? I just wish he had a little bit of a tiny, even if it's peach fuzz, douchey goatee. No, If he had dude. something that was just starting, I would be so into it because then he's dirty, Ollie. That's what I... And by the way, that's weird for me to say because my son's Oliver. God yeah, damn. dude. Stop being weird. Yeah, You're sorry. a father of an Oliver. The problem is he's so good looking. It's just <laughs> I can't use his name. So I can't... The- I don't think a goatee would look good on him with his hairstyle, man. Or he's... He has to be a little rugged. I need a little rugged out of my green arrow. Well, we kind of got a little bit right here. You went full dark mode a little bit. It's a white suit. But you know what, Joseph? How about Borneo? Borneo. What does that mean? Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of signifying he's going to destroy everything. That's how I got it, because as Oliver then shoots his bow and arrow into the sky, it then falls on Borneo on the Daily Planet globe at the exact spot because he never misses. Oliver Queen is here. Oliver Queen wears a white suit just like Lex. I don't know if they shop at the same place. I was a little bit thrown off. Why is not green and black? I would love it a little bit more. But I am happy we finally have him. And he came a lot sooner than I ever thought. Same, dude. I literally did not remember this whatsoever. <laughs> when I saw him first show up with the scene with Lionel, I was like, oh, shit, we get him this early? I was like, because obviously episode four is Arrow. It's literally titled Arrow. So I but figured that's that was... I thought it was weird because, okay, well, we know that he's Green Arrow. So is it now maybe episode four we're going to see him in a suit? Okay, this is this is weird because I'm looking up Borneo and it keeps coming up with an island in, in like Asia and then like Native Americans, like the natives of Borneo. So it's uh, what does he mean by that? Is he racist? Maybe he had a bad experience. Is that where he stayed when he had the ship crash? Okay, let me see. Okay, I found something. What'd you find? I don't know. It says Krypton site, and it says the significance of Borneo. So let's see what happens. If there's yeah, he shoots an arrow. Why does he shoot an me. arrow? Oh, yeah, he shoots an arrow. And I don't get that. Like, he shoots an arrow. It's going towards the moon, but it, then it drops down and hits directly on the Daily Planet globe outside. Yeah. So what does that mean? He's going to shoot the world. He's going to paint the world with green. He has arrived, and he is going to leave his mark. I feel like this is signifying, man, who's going to be the real hero now? Lana, Clark, or Ollie? That is what I'm curious about this season. I am happy. And so not only this, though, Joseph, and this is what I mean by somehow this is getting worse for Clark. Everyone now is paired up with somebody. Clark then is constantly getting things thrown at him by Lana, even though he flirts with Chloe. Chloe is with Jimmy, and Lois just seems to talk shit all the time, so I can't really talk to that right now. But now somebody's trying to take my place as the hero after I just got done cleaning up Dark Thursday. I have done so much. I got sick. I was sick. And yeah. now someone's going to come in, steal my place, steal my girls, steal my world. He's already trying to take my new stepdad. <laughs> no, he's not. 
he's playing hard to get right now. That's their game. Yeah, if you were to lay a hand on Lex, I'll come after you. Oh, don't come after me. I would hate that, Lionel. Come after me. Do you, do you see where I'm getting that, though, with the two and how they acted in the room together? I felt the chemistry right off the bat. I knew that this was going to be a relationship that could threaten Clark. So it goes back to Clark is losing everything, and it's coming fast. And I don't know if he's going to. He may turn evil. Clark's eventually going to break. And these are Jarrell's tests. And Jarrell is going to end up being right where he says he is going to rule them with his fists. Hmm. So I'm reading all these things. <laughs> it's like a whole it's a whole thread right now. Sorry. I was reading this whole thread of Borneo. So like people are just speculating. Like it's not even confirmed, but like they're saying since Borneo is an island in Asia, they're thinking that maybe he said it because that's where he learned his archery skills, the jungles of Borneo. Um that's where he was. And they and then they're saying that also maybe he was just calling his shot and using Borneo as a thing. Um not against get, the people of Borneo, like I don't know. and then call and then saying for the guy to go find the, the person who has the special abilities. Um Yeah, I don't know, because he shot it at the globe and a specific part of the globe, I guess. So maybe that was like signifying that he's hitting Borneo on the globe. I don't know. Ah, yeah. So Borneo maybe, makes no sense. Maybe it was to signify this arrow's going through Clark's heart because I'm about to steal everything. Dude, stop it, man. What? Dude, I know he's cool and all, but like don't don't do that. Okay, come on. You're going to have sex with Oliver. You're going to have sex with Clark. Both. <laughs> you couldn't handle that. Clark will make love to me. Oliver no, will fuck me, dude. You know what I want? I want Cal. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. We finished right. sneeze. Lots of things happen. We got our first appearance of Oliver Queen. Justin Hartley. We had a dumbass henchman named Block who got infected with all the viruses in the world. We had Lana finding out Lex is a peeping Tom. She we found them, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Let and then not. Oh, Clark has a new superpower. Super breath. Yes, the big deal. That's what big I mean. Bad Wolf, baby. This big episode Clarky. had the big bad blow. <laughs> With this episode, great moments overall. I just hated that Lana somehow thought she was going to be able to take on the henchman on her own. We once again had another hero-type moment from her, and she blew it. So I don't know if she's supposed to be the damsel of distress or not, but why is she doing these things? We also have Clark. I just, I just don't want him to hurt. I feel like he's done that enough. And yeah. now this season, him already being sick, Joseph, I'm worried. Dude. I'm nervous. He's gonna he might he might have another tough year. I can't remember. I think it's gonna be okay. I mean back to back tough years. <laughs> Look, man, he's got superpowers, Lois making her way to the newspaper life, and yeah, so Yeah, everyone is progressing but me.
Hey, man. Hey, no, he got a super breath. He's progressing. Thanks to Chloe, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, the two nerdy idiots were once again your lovely hosts today on the Somebody Save Me podcast. We are officially done with episode two of season six, Sneeze. We will be back next week for episode three, Wither. Achoo! Yeah. So we'll catch you next week. We're out of here. Adios. Muchachos. Yeah, good one, good one, good one.